Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of Brood with Hustle. Today's guest, Shanna Sears. Welcome to Brood with Hustle, hosted by Jake Keys. Jake is a former tribal gaming executive, Native Business Magazine Top 50 entrepreneur, and owner of Oklahoma City's first Native American craft brewery, Skydance Brewing Company. He believes if success were a beer, it would be Brewed with Hustle. Each week, Jake interviews inspiring leaders and entrepreneurs as they share their stories, tips, tricks, and habits that will inspire you to take action on your dreams. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's brew. Hey guys, welcome back to Brood with Hustle, episode number 11. My name is Jake, I'm your host. We have a great guest today, Shanna, a friend of mine from high school who's doing a lot of wonderful things now. Casey's back there in the back, making sure everything's going good. Casey, how are you, man? That's exactly how I am. <laughs> that's, 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 always a good, that's always a good start. Well, you know, we, we do these things, and, you know, it's just, the, it's just the greatness of owning somebody that's a brewer. You there know? you go. There you go. What? You never seem to disappoint. You always bring me something good. Tonight, I've got Light Horse IPA, which this is a new one that's kind of come out, right? Yep. Or it's actually, it's, it's not a new one, but it's, it's a revision of, a, of an older it, one, right? Yeah. So I'm having the same thing. So this, we released this last summer. Actually, it's exactly a year ago. And it's basically it's similar to Fancy Dance, so I know a lot of people that are listening have had Fancy Dance. So this is a New England IPA. It's called a Session IPA because it's just over 5% alcohol. So a Session, session beers are lower alcohol, so you can uh, you know, enjoy a few of them without you know, getting a little too tipsy to Well, make it a Session, right? You Kay- know, make it a Session. Casey says, ah, screw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. That's the hops. So the hops are like citrus, a lot of um, like tropical fruit, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So it's just, you know, almost like orange juice or grapefruit Mm -hmm. juice. So, man, this time we kind of made some changes this year to it. Re-released it. It's a uh, a little bit lighter, more of that aroma and tropical fruit. So um, I don't know, Casey, how you liking it? Well, it's hard to beat your fancy dance, but buddy, you know this one's definitely a running. It's right there with it. It, it. It's right, man. I don't know which one I like better, to be honest. If I, said, I had, if I had to say between the two, I couldn't do it right now. I said the same thing the other day, and you know, fancy dance is like my favorite child. Oh yeah, it's the building our business for definitely. us. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I would be hard pressed to make a decision either way on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. So we're gonna do something a little different this week, Casey. All right, Audible. I like it. So I actually we'll we'll, we'll get into reintroduce Shanna here a little bit, but I've been listening to her podcast, and I want to kind of take something from what she does. Like she really tries to express herself and and help help people with things that are on her mind at that point in time, you know. And so I want to start doing the same thing. So what we'll do is we'll, we're gonna you know I'm gonna just kind of share what's on my mind a little bit um with each of these episodes and like something something hit hit me the other day we i came around i was having a conversation with somebody and we talked about um what would you tell your younger self Mm -hmm. you know what advice would you give your younger self and so you know we used to do this thing at our old high school where we would go back and talk to these kids 
and I and I used to spend like days before that trying to figure out okay what would I you know what kind of advice would I have liked to have heard and I've I've landed on something the other day is I didn't want any advice so I can't tell you what advice I would I would have wanted to hear but I can tell you what I wish I knew mm-hmm. when I was that young is that everything that happens in my life every, what I've learned is everything that's happened in my life that is not ideal or didn't go to plan or it was you know didn't it wasn't the best result was my fault it was all my fault mm-hmm. like in some form or fashion it was a, goes back to a decision I made and I really I watch the news and I see what's going on on Facebook and stuff like that and everybody's looking for somebody to blame for something right you know and there's almost no accountability anymore right so to me I just think I want people to think about you know when I wake up in the morning and it's raining outside I I think that's my fault (laughs) you know like I'm completely accountable for every single thing that goes on in my day Mm -hmm. and I I, just just something I want to get out there I think like if we think that way more often I think of things in this world are going to get a lot better a lot quicker so um anyways all right casey we got shannon you said you haven't seen her in a long time i don't even know the last time i've seen her we we all did go to high school together and i believe what were you were you a year or a two young two years younger than us so i graduated in 99 okay we were 97 right yeah so a couple years yeah yeah which your brother was uh a couple of years older than than me and jake yes he graduated in 94 right 94 i love playing guitar with that guy whenever i get the chance yeah. it's it's so awesome he's, he's awesome yeah, yeah we have we have sean at the brewery quite often playing in the tap room right and he's a he's a fan favorite i say playing guitar with him honestly man that guy i, I could hang out with him in any situation and he's just about as cool and as yeah. laid back as they come i yep. i really like that guy yeah all right man so shanna is a new entrepreneur Woo. like brand new brand she has created Be Ultra Living. Mm-hmm. So that's your business and your podcast name, right? Yeah, the podcast is uh, Be Ultra Podcast. Okay, okay. So she has a podcast. She's started a brand new business. Um, I listened to a few episodes of your podcast in the past uh, week or two, and she's really sharing her journey and mm-hmm. story during all of this and so i mean i think we'll just go right into why don't you tell us about it tell us what um you've been doing and Mm kind of how what led you to creating this business and what the business is all about okay um so i started the podcast about a little over a year ago and um the reason i started the podcast actually was i just wanted to try to figure out some kind of way to get all of the um all the different strategies and techniques that i was teaching the people that i was working with because i'm a Mm. social worker i'm a licensed social worker and i have been working prior to this week i was working at the va Mm -hmm. um and i'd worked there for eight years and i wanted to just use my skills to to just put it out there to the world to give other people strategies on ways that they can just make better decisions for their for themselves mm-hmm. improve their life um just like really 
quick, easy strategies. Yep. Not that not that I'm saying that there's a quick fix because there's not. Yep. Um, but there are strategies that you can implement into your life every day that will make a huge difference mm. if you do it. You have to be willing to to take those steps and yeah. you know and t- and take the challenges. But the reason I wanted to do that is I just I knew that I wanted to do something different. Um, I just wasn't quite sure how yeah. how to do it or what exactly to do. Um, so that was kind of the first um, step in mm-hmm. the process of, um, of just trying to step into a, a new role. Because mm-hmm. I had been, like I said, I'd been working at the VA um, for almost eight years. And it was, uh, there was so many times working there um, that the system just was bogging me down, bogging me down, you know, um, just making it really difficult. Um, there was, there's lots of red tape. There's lots of, um, lots of different barriers that don't Mm -hmm. really need to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I understand like, it's a huge system, you know, and there's lots of programs. Um, but I was getting kind of frustrated with just the, um, day to day, stress of doing the job, yeah. you know, of, of creating so many barriers that I couldn't do what I needed to do with yeah. my veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just me, there's, you know, there's many people that have to deal with those yeah. kinds of, that's um, government, stressors. right? Right. Yeah. I mean, and like, we're in this time where a lot of people think we need more government to take more control of our lives. Right. And you're an example of how that just doesn't work. It doesn't. I mean, there, the, the one thing that I, you know, that I found is that, like I said, there's lots of good programs, lots of good, um, good, lots of good help and, and good things that, um, people can get. However, you almost need a social worker to navigate the system for you yeah. so that you can access all those different yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and when you're, a person that's dealing with PTSD or mm. dealing with um, depression or addiction. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to navigate that yeah. kind of system? Um, so I started, um, I was working with uh, a guy that I know from Colorado. I joined this Becoming Ultra team. It's a mm-hmm. team of people who want to become ultra runners. And so I joined that team and started talking to him about um, maybe contributing to his podcast, which is where it all started. Yeah. And so he gave me that platform. That's where I started. And then we worked together on me. Um, just kind of going off on my own. Yeah. Um, because some of it, it's a running podcast mm-hmm. and most of what I'm doing is, um, like mental fitness or, yeah. um, trying to like, you know, mental, uh, yeah. changing your mentality yep. and, and stuff like that. So it just made sense to start yeah. kind of moving in my own direction. So yeah, yeah. he's been helping me with all of that. So, so you're, you're working for the government, you're in the middle of all this red tape and then you just, you know, at, was it, so the podcast came first and right. then, and then <clears throat> I was listening to your last po- one of your last podcasts mm-hmm. and, uh, you really talked about, uh, just, this thing that you felt like you weren't happy and you, you knew that you needed to do something that was le- what something was leading you towards entrepreneurship, right. towards doing, doing your own thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now you're, you're, you're just basically doing similar stuff to what you talk about on the podcast, but you're helping people. Right. Uh, consulting. Right. Yeah. So accountability coaching is, um, and the way that that's different from therapy, which mm-hmm. is, you know, what I, um, 
was doing is that I'm able to really uh, hold people accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're doing therapy, you have to lead them and guide them to their own awareness. You know, um, so I wanted to be more accessible Mm -hmm. to people who want to make some changes, maybe don't know how to, um, don't even know where to get started. Mm -hmm. And so just really step in, help them uh, kind of understand what their barriers are and uh, and then create a plan with them so that they can utilize their time better because that's usually the number one thing, you know, is not utilizing the time. And then just um, understanding like what's wrong with their mindset um, Mm and what what they need to change to become that better person. I feel like that we barely tap into our potential, you know, and one of the things that kept coming to me was, you know, when. So, for for example, all the people that I've worked with in the past, um, I've worked with the homeless population for about Mm -hmm. six years. I've worked in suicide prevention just just prior to quitting. That was what Mm -hmm. I was doing. Worked with individuals with um, spinal cord injuries, brain injuries, um, children who've been abused. And every single one of them have this resilience that you would mm-hmm. just, you know, yeah. you just wonder like, how in the world are you still alive <laughs> with all the trauma and yeah. all the difficulties and the, you know, unplanned mm-hmm. things that happen. And I kept thinking about that. And it's like, we, we all have the ability to tap into that, um, that endurance and that resiliency, mm-hmm. but we usually only do that when something really bad happens, yeah. you know, when we have to, mm. because we're living in, a world and a society now where we're pretty comfortable. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously people who aren't, you know, yeah. who are struggling. Um, but we don't have to be in that survival mode, yeah. you know, to tap into that extra. Yeah. That so how do you tap into that <laughs> when you're not in that situation, when you're not in survival mode? Right. So what I do and what I think is important for everyone to do is every day you need to be challenging yourself in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a physical challenge or uh, a mental challenge, you have to be putting yourself in a position where you're going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't do that, then you'll continue to be comfortable and yeah. you'll continue to just go, you know, day by day. And, and that's okay, you know, mm-hmm. but there's more there. You yeah. have way more resources than you're yeah. utilizing. So when you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, and it could be anything... Um, I mean, for example, let's talk about um, if you're if you are um, at work and you're told that you have to do a presentation um, and you're not comfortable with that. So you like pass it on to someone else. Go ahead and do it. Like do the uncomfortable things. Um, Go and have that conversation with your boss that you've been wanting to have, you know, because maybe you're not Mm. getting the um, the respect or the Mm -hmm. the um, the promotion that you feel like you deserve Um, or have that uncomfortable conversation with the neighbor who's completely um, disrespecting your property or, you know, it's it's simple things like that. Um, Other things you could do is physically challenge yourself mm-hmm. um a lot of times people complain about the weather yeah. you know it's hot so people yeah. are going to complain about it being hot yeah. it's raining so people are going to complain yeah. about being raining you know about it raining <clears throat> or it starts getting cold and windy and so your first thing is that you're just complaining about whatever's yeah. happening 
but instead of complaining about it, get out there and actually like push yourself in that weather, like go for a walk, go for a run. Um, a couple of years ago, I started running purposely um, in the summertime in the late afternoon just oh. to see what it felt like, yeah. you know, and it sounds awful, yeah. you know, and sometimes it is. But the more you put yourself in those situations, yeah. the more capacity you're building inside of yourself to just, you know, tap into that, mm -hmm. that that deeper, those deeper resources that you mm -hmm. didn't know you had because you never pushed yourself to that limit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's mentally and physically. Yeah, so what, I mean, what is it about, uh, is it, is, is it have to do with because you're accomplishing things, you're giving yourself wins, mm -hmm. or is there something mentally, like, in, inside of you that just, you know, makes you better because you're uncomfortable? I think, I think it's both. I think whenever you are whenever you do something that you didn't think you could do yeah um then then that just breeds like this um uh like this curiosity yeah you know of oh well like what else can i do mm -hmm. you know and then of course it feels good you mm -hmm. know and then there's there's also times where maybe you didn't accomplish what you wanted yeah. to um but that if you are able to have a growth mindset, um, which is basically where you're taking um, barriers and, and looking at them as challenges, yeah. then, then the failure will actually turn into something that kind of yeah. breeds a fire underneath yeah, you, yeah. you know, to try again. Yeah. Okay. So I know there's a lot of people who um, watch podcasts like this, mm -hmm. listen to this kind of podcast. And, you know, we're, we're, we're all about like entrepreneurship and leadership and stuff. And these people are in a situation similar to what you were in, where it's like you, they have this job, rather they, maybe it's, you know, they've been there in this job for a long time, or there's things like the red tape and mm -hmm. stuff that's making them unhappy. Like, and they, they, there's this fear of leaving that job that you don't like, mm -hmm. but it's secure Right. And you have this idea, you have something you want to do on your own, like walk, walk us through what that was like for you mentally, oh, like realizing that, that you're not happy, you want to do something else, and then just taking the leap. Okay. So this is a long ass walk. Okay. All right. Because, <laughs> okay. oh my God. It Casey, bring me the whiskey. Where's, <laughs> where's the whiskey? No, just kidding. <laughs> Man. I know that fear. I had it for so long. Yeah. Um, it was, and it, I don't even know, I'm not exactly sure what I was even afraid of. Um, yeah. Maybe it was a combination of a lot of different things. Like what if I fail? Mm -hmm. um, I know a big part of it. Cause like you said, I was in a very secure yep. job. Mm -hmm. um, so part of it, I mean, I've got two kids, mm -hmm. two girls, uh, nine and 11 and a husband. And part of it was like, well, I don't want to put them in a situation um, where we could be very uncomfortable as a yeah. family um, just because I want to see if this works out, you yeah. know? So I had to kind of get over um, or figure out what to do with those feelings. Mm -hmm. um, it really, it really took a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So I was in a job that was 
extremely difficult. Um, that one, the, the job I had at the VA for six years, it was, uh, it was the most difficult job I've ever had. Um, and it was mostly because of difficulties with leadership and just the, um, the program that we were, uh, that we were working in was a high priority program, um, Mm -hmm. with very low support. And so you could imagine the stress that comes along with like can, wanting to have all this productivity, but then like never providing any kind of support for that. So it was just a constant like beating down of the soul really. And so that is when I knew like, I cannot be stuck like this again. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did end up getting out of that into suicide prevention. And I always joke, like (laughs) I had to, (laughs) I had to take a break. So I went to suicide prevention. (laughs) Um, but the reason I went to that program is because the woman that was over that program, um, mm-hmm. and she actually just retired a couple of weeks before I left, um, was amazing. And yeah. I knew that if I got under her, then I would be able to start breathing mm-hmm. and figuring out what my next steps were going to be. Yeah. And that's when I, um, first I had to recover from the incredible burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing that while doing suicide prevention took a while. Yeah. Um, and then I started planning. Mm-hmm. Um, once I moved out of that position, um, Jake and I made the decision to sell our home. Um, it was a really nice home, um, you know, modern home. And now, and we sold it because we wanted to get something that wasn't going to demand yep. such a mortgage. Yeah. Because if I ever got into a position where I needed to leave, um, then Mm -hmm. that wouldn't be, uh, you know, that wouldn't be a piece that, that was keeping us stuck there. Um, so there's many things that we did together. Um, and so those were things done with this in mind. Yes. The whole time, all the steps, the, the past two years, all the things that I've been doing were leading up to me knowing that I wanted to go out on my own, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know exactly what the plan was. You know, I just, I just knew that I, I needed to make one. Yeah. Um, so we did that and, um, started saving a lot of money because now we live in this little farmhouse, um, old that we had to redo the whole thing. Um, yeah. but we're able to save a lot more money. Yeah. And so, um, so th- we're doing that. And then, um, I start talking to this guy that I told you about, um, Scott from becoming ultra. Mm -hmm. He's him and his wife are both entrepreneurs. And so I wanted to have a mentorship of some sort, like, cause I don't know anything about this. You know, I'm like, I don't even know what questions to ask. (laughs) So they really helped me to, um, figure out kind of what to even think about what to do. Mm -hmm. I, I built a website, um, Mm -hmm. which took me forever. And it was like, you know, I'm sure Casey knows how to do all this stuff, but someone, a social worker is not the, you know, a tech savvy person. Um, but I felt really proud of myself. So these are like the little wins, you know, Mm -hmm. the little things that kept me going like, okay, now I've done this. So what else do I need to do? Um, and I was gaining some momentum, but still had a lot of fear. Um, and, and then COVID happened. Mm. And at that point in time, I was like, man, I'm so grateful that I have this job. You know, I don't have to worry like so many other people do. Um, And and I couldn't tell you exactly why now. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were talking a little bit before about um, faith. And I always 
try to stay focused on my faith yeah. and where I'm supposed to be placed mm-hmm. in this world. You know, yeah. um, like I, I want to be where I need to be. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of started feeling this pool, like, like now is the time, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I started making more plans to have a, a part-time job. Um, and once I, once I knew it was time, like I knew when I said out loud, like I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. like there was going to be no yeah. stopping me. So yeah. that was also kind of scaring me yeah. because that's just my personality. Yeah. Like when I, um, it may take me a while to process things, but if I say I'm in, I'm yeah. all in. Yeah. Um, and so, so just saying it to yourself. Yeah. Just, yeah. just saying it out loud. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and saying that I'm going to do this because yeah. I can say forever, like, oh yeah, that's something I want to yeah. do. You know, that'd yeah. be great. But I knew in my heart that I mm-hmm. really wanted to. And so I just had to build up that yeah. courage. And yeah. so throughout the, the last couple of years, I've been taking little steps here and there to, um, to build this, mm-hmm. you know, I started a women's, um, running group, um, just to try to. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really invested in women empowerment and, yeah. and that's a big piece of what I'll want to continue to do. Um, so just the, the little things that I've been trying to build up, uh, and so one, like the icing on the cake, um, really was that song that my brother wrote. Yeah. Um, it's called Oblivious, mm-hmm. and it's an extremely depressing song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was ta- talking to him and my parents. We were all over there, and I was like, yeah, that song is depressing. Yeah. And they're like, really? I'm like, and me and my brother are like, you need to listen to that yeah. song. Because <laughs> there ain't nothing good about yeah. Um It's basically just talking about how you kind of go, um, you know, you first start out thinking that, like, the world is all innocent, mm-hmm. but then you know, he's a police officer and I'm a social worker. And then you kind of go, um, and figure out what the world is really about. You know, he's seeing some of the most horrific things, um, that a person can see. And I'm still, you know, I'm working with people who are talking about some of the most traumatic things that you can even wonder how people get through. And so it takes you to a really dark place. Yeah. Um, and so that's what the song is, um, is about. And it's kind of like, you become oblivious to how you deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's not good. Yeah. And so I wanted to take that step yeah. and, and, and do what I knew I needed to yeah. do, yeah. you know? Um, and so that's kind of, that's how that all kind of progressed. So what we're going to do is put a link in the show notes yeah. to this, to the, to your episode where you played that. Oh, okay. So Perfect. I listened, that's what we, we actually listened to that the other day. We listened to that whole episode mm-hmm. and then the song at the end. So, uh, those of you get that are listening right now or watching on YouTube as well, we'll put it, we'll put a link down below so you can hear the song because I know we're talking about Shannon right now, but Sean is like one of my favorite people as well. And he's, he's a wonderful musician yeah. has a great voice and like i was really um emotionally into that song yeah. when i listened to that so so yeah yeah and it just to the thing i love about songwriters and, and my brother is just the when you put th- that out there i mean mm-hmm. that's pretty vulnerable 
you know, to, to put that out there, yeah. you know, to, to express that to the world. And yeah. so many people can connect to that, yeah. you know, and I definitely did when I heard it, I was like ball my eyes out and yeah. I texted him. I was like, Oh my God, I felt every word of that song. Yeah. Um, but it was just one more thing like that, that made me believe that this is our one life. Are we going to continue yep. to try and survive this awful, you know, yeah. system and yeah. and just do it because we're getting the paycheck. Yeah. I mean, of course, I loved working with the veterans that I work yeah. with, but I also want to do this in my own way and see, you know, if I can. I mean, I know I can make a difference. Yeah. But I want to do it um, in my own way. Yeah. You know, on my own terms. Yeah. So now it's been how long has it been since you le- since you left the your your other job? Um, it's been three weekdays. Three days. <laughs> Well, so so last like last Friday was my last day. I, like one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on like as quickly as possible, right? Is because so the, really one of the purposes of this podcast is is for me to learn from other people who are entrepreneurs and leaders and do, and just self improvement and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and for the people that are watching and listening to kind of go on that journey with me, right? Right. And so there's a lot of stuff that we can get from people who have been entrepreneurs for years and years and done all these great things, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people watching right now who maybe they want to be an entrepreneur or they want to do something different, but they don't see somebody like them Right. doing it right uh-huh. and so right now there's somebody watching right now who had that um comfort of their their job the security mm-hmm. but they're just not happy and they just don't understand how to go right how this happens. so i think it's key for people to see somebody right now doing it right like in the middle of it mm-hmm. right now yeah so, so what's your biggest takeaway from the first three days <laughs> like what's um, what's it's been like up here Um, so there has been like some, some, I mean, I'm going to be totally honest. There's been moments where I'm like panicked, you know, or I'm like, shit, did I, you know, but then I have to like remind myself I have a purpose like, and I'm good at what I do. Like, Mm -hmm. don't, don't let yourself talk yourself into, you know, um, into that. Don't let that demon come in and and tell you that you're not going to be able to, to figure it out because I think the, the main thing is that if you, if you do have a purpose and you have, um, a great work, work ethic, which I do, then you just have to keep moving. You know, you just have to keep figuring it out. There's not going to be like a, so there's not going to be like an equation that's going to make everything work. You know, it's going to be a, at least, from what I can imagine, because of course, like I said, this is three days in. Yeah. Um, what I imagine is that there's going to be a constant flow mm-hmm. that I'm going to have to constantly adjust to, and 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 then always remember like what my purpose is. Yep. You know. So we had a guest on a while back, Chris, and he he really talked about you know purpose and being in tune with your purpose mm-hmm. and being, uh, you know, that's for me something that gets me up every day. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know, I can, I can tell you today, you know, we knew it was gonna be hot. So we had to brew, but we had to brew beer and I just, I didn't want to be in that hot brewery brewing beer at, you know, five o'clock, 
four o'clock in the you know afternoon was real hot mm-hmm. and so I, we had to get up super early I, like like i said earlier i left the house at like 6 30 you know and it's just like and the day before was no picnic you right. know and so it's like how do i you know get myself i can tell you right now when i had a job i wasn't getting up at you know leaving the house at 6 30 right you know I wasn't I wasn't happy about leaving the house at 6:30 but I, I really left the house this morning tired but excited to go to work yeah. because I re- believe so much in the purpose of what we're trying to do with it's so much more than just making beer right. you know and I think for you definitely what I'm hearing a lot come out of your mouth is about impact and impacting lives of other people and there's something there's some connection with that kind of purpose Mm -hmm. that we had a conversation earlier too about this higher being about their you know knowing and 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 surrendering to this higher purpose and higher being in Mm -hmm. this world and to me like how how do you get up and go to work if you don't have a real purpose right you know Mm -hmm. and so when you talk about the fear of leaving your other job like to me like Nat, what you're what i think you'll notice you probably already have what i think you're gonna find out is like then you're gonna have a fear of ever having to go back to that <laughs> right like the fear <laughs> to me was, is like having not ever done it right you know and yeah and your your podcast you know when you said and we had talked about this a little bit the other day but like when you said uh, one life, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that's something I've been real big about for like the past year, you know, is right. one, one life, mm-hmm. you know, so I brought the coin that I was telling you about. Oh, wow. So that's the Memento More coin that basically oh, so is cool. a reminder. I keep it in my pocket every day when I'm at work and man, this sucks, you know, or I don't get an, uh, a sale, you know, when I'm out selling beer, mm-hmm. you know, and I start getting down, like I'll reach in to get my keys out of my pocket and there's that coin, you uh-huh. know, and it reminds me you got one life. That's it. Right. So don't waste it, you mm-hmm. know, just move on to the next thing and let's go. Let's make you has to work. This has to happen, you know, right. but I really connected with your episode when you, when you said, when you said that right. one life, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, um, the coin says you could leave life right now. Yep. And that, and that's the thing, you know, you don't, you may not have tomorrow, right? You know, you may not have it. So, but, so I'm going to be interested to see, and I hope you keep documenting on your podcast, yeah. like what's going through your head each, you know, as you're going through this process, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, what's your biggest fear right now about the future of this new business? Like what are the things maybe in the nuts and bolts of the business that you're, that you're, that you fear the most. Cause I know we have the virus going on right, right now. And so that's probably a little bit challenging for somebody to start a business in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. you know? I know what's, what's really interesting is that a lot of people kept saying that, like once I finally yeah. said, this is what I'm going to do. And then I was like, Hmm, yeah, that, yeah, I probably should have thought of that more, but mm-hmm. I can't like, this is the time, yep. you know? And I, and and I kept hearing that in my head, like now is the time. Mm-hmm. So what I'm really thinking is that I have something to offer that a lot of people need right mm-hmm. now. There is so much stress. There's so much distress. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there is so much going on in our world right now um, that that I want to be like if if you're gonna 
be here, you know, yeah. and you have something to offer that will help people. I mean, that's what I want to do, yeah. you know. So my biggest fear, I guess, is just not knowing what to do, you know, yeah. like not knowing um, like how to market or how to get yeah. things out, you know, mm -hmm. um, not but I mean, that's just all stuff yeah. I'm going to figure out. I mean, that's another reason why I'm so glad for this opportunity for you to even have me here because yeah. I'm not like a typical yeah. person that you would have, um, on the podcast, but I want to take all the opportunities and I want to be able to, um, I'm not a, a naturally outgoing person. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that my husband, Jake is telling me he's like one of your biggest um, battles is going to be like putting yourself out there yeah. because also as a social worker and as a therapist like my main focus has been on other people mm -hmm. always never did I ever talk about myself you know there was never a reason to it was always mm -hmm. on uh, you know focused on other people and yeah. and doing for them and creating opportunities for them but I have to use those same skills for myself right now, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to at least try to get, you know, get things yeah. going. You're putting yourself in that uncomfortable right. position. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. How important has it been to have the support of your family? So, I mean, obviously oh, if your husband was down with selling the house and, and creating basically a whole different lifestyle, mm -hmm. different way of living. Right. So yeah. what, you know, how important was that for your like confidence of like, man, I must be doing the right thing if he believes in me right. this much. Yeah. He's, he has been amazing through all of this. Uh, he's been, I mean, we've been together for almost 20 years now, so he's seen the real bad, mm -hmm. dark, dark times. And, and he understands how important it is for me to, to do this. Yeah. And, I mean, if, when I like put myself in his shoes, mm -hmm. I'm like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how can you yeah. just let someone quit yeah. that kind of a job, you know? Um, so I'm very grateful to have him and to mm -hmm. have his support. And he's always, I mean, he has questions, um, and I have to catch myself because they're, they're great questions, you know, like, well, yeah. what, you know, what if, um, what if you don't get anyone you know, to, to call or, you yeah. know, like what's the plan then, which are really good questions, yeah. you know, and I have to catch myself to not be defensive. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know that like we're in this together, yeah. you know? Um, but he, he's keeping me on that line of like, mm -hmm. just making sure that I'm, um, looking at all sides of it. Um, and just understanding that, like you do have to make money, you know, yeah. this isn't like a, you know, I'm not doing this. Um, it's not like a charity, yeah. um, yep. a charity thing. I'm, I'm doing this for a living now. Yep. Um, but, but he has definitely been super supportive. And then my parents and my brother and sister-in-law, uh, they've been amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Tessa, who we also should mention is yeah. my brother's wife. She's like a sister to me. Yeah. You know, I've known her since I was 12. Yeah. Um, and, she just, she's been one of my biggest, um, just motivators mm -hmm. on pursuing my passion. Yeah. Um, and my brother, he, he also was like, Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna be, mm -hmm. everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, all these stresses and worries that we have. Um, I mean, I'm stressed and worried anyways. Mm -hmm. So how about we do it, you know, yeah. on our own time and create 
you know, these stresses and worries that we can actually do something yeah. about because yeah. this system over here can't do anything yeah. about that. Yeah. You know, that's going to be that way forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there, it, it's definitely been great to have them backing me up yeah. um, building. It's given me that confidence to finally take the step. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's, let's see if you can help us out and okay. some of our listeners with, how we can become ultra okay right <laughs> all right so any kind of like uh let's start in the beginning morning routines what what's your what are your mornings like um so i don't have an actual morning routine i was looking at that um, are you an early riser i am okay. um i am an early riser but i i don't i have different things that i do on different days yeah. so um but I do have a routine. Like I will always run or exercise. Yep. That's very important to me for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just ingrained in me. And I don't like, if I don't have it, then I become just a real, um, frustrated person. <laughs> you so know? like, as, I mean, I, I think you've been that way my whole life. Yeah. Forever since mm-hmm. I've known you. So yeah. like, what do you tell somebody who's not in that, that mode Right. Right now. Mm-hmm. So how, how do they get to where that's ingrained, becomes ingrained in, mm-hmm. who, in, their, in their daily life or just kind of who they are? Right. I really like to um, talk about it as movement. Uh-huh. Like you don't, you don't have to run like mm-hmm. I run, you know, and, and you don't have to do like hardcore workouts, but you do need to move your body. Yeah. Moving the body, there's, there's so much... I mean, there's been so much, re- so much research and science behind mm-hmm. it that does prove that it, it has a mental health benefit, yeah. you know? So oh, yeah. if, when, when it's really hard to get out of bed, you mm-hmm. know, and this is some of the stuff that I talked to, you know, um, some of my clients about, it's like, okay, well, just get your feet on the ground first. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get your feet on the ground, then you just start taking one step at a time. Yep. Okay. And, and, and don't overwhelm yourself with these goals that are not attainable. Just start walking first or stretching. You know, it doesn't have to be anything explosive, you know, but you do need to move your body. And, um, and I do understand that there's, there's times when it's hard, you know, for whatever reason, you could have some kind of physical, um, problems or illnesses Mm -hmm. or mental health, but, but you can always put your feet on the ground yeah. if you're capable, yep. you know, then yeah. that's the first step. Okay. Okay. So you always exercise. Mm-hmm. What's next? Um, I, I really, so this is what I do. I am really big on having a to-do list Yeah. and I don't just think about it like willy nilly. I have a, have a focus and intention for my day. Yeah. Um, regardless of where I'm at, whether I was, you know, at the VA or now, like I know what I'm going to do. I'm, of course you have to be flexible with that, but there's, so I have a list and I also prioritize it. So, um, there's things that I absolutely know I have to get Mm -hmm. done during the day. And, um, and then there's things that I'll put on the list that if I get 
if I have extra time, then I want to do those too. So I have, um, I make my list and I love checking them off like, or highlighting them. I use this highlighter. So whenever I have like all these highlights on, it makes me feel so good. So sounds like my fiance, Bobby. Yeah. Loves that stuff. And if you could throw in a spreadsheet or a graph or something in there somewhere, that would make it even better. Yeah. I just, I like starting the day off knowing what's going to be important to get taken care of Mm -hmm. and then doing it you know it's important for you to have intention behind your day yeah yeah meditation is that something so that's something i've started um i'm actually taking a class right now on mindfulness stress um Mm -hmm. reduction and and i love the mindfulness practice um i'm not huge on long meditations Mm -hmm. though um that's something i need to get a little bit better out but the one thing that i've um really gotten out of this course that I do teach other people is just that, um, 10 to 15 minute, um, breathing meditation. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that is so important is because we have, most of us are, we have this dialogue in our head constantly. And sometimes your, your dialogue is so focused on what's happening next. What do I need to do? You know, what did I forget? Like where, you know, stressing out about things that Mm -hmm. maybe you're creating these huge scenarios in your head about like what could possibly happen. Um, or your, your mind is in the past where you're like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Um, you know, I wish I would have made a better decision or I should, I should have never said that or man, if we would have just done this or that or the other. And so those dialogues create a lot of depression and anxiety, which Mm. is why a lot of people suffer from that. So the mindfulness practice, um, what you're doing when you're focusing on your breath is you're not like, you're not trying to get your mind to do a certain thing. You're just acknowledging the thoughts that come into Mm. your mind. You're acknowledging them and you're pushing them aside and focusing back on the breath. And then once you, um, once you, or while you're doing that, you're kind of taking an inventory of what kind of thoughts you're having so that you can better understand where you're at. And the, the main thing is that you're not, um, you're not using any kind of judgment, you know, cause we also have a lot of judgments on ourselves, you know, like, dang, that was stupid. You know, um, I'm an idiot or whatever, but what with the practice, you're acknowledging the thought with no judgment, pushing it to the side, going back to the breath Mm. and that allows you to be right here and now in the present where we need to be, you know, we waste um, so much time or lose so much time Mm -hmm. when we are too far ahead in the future or too far in the past, you know, and we don't even recognize what's in front of us. So that's, that's the one piece that I would say is most beneficial for me and would be for other people too. focus on the here and now. Yes. And yeah. just, um, you know, once you, like I said, once you understand better, like where your mind's at, then yeah. you'll be able to kind of, um, you'll be able to manage that better, yeah. but you have to do the practice to, to get there, yeah. you know, in 10 or 15 minutes a day is not that much time. I mean, yeah. you probably spend, two hours on your social media, you know, if you're on that, I mean, if you really look at it, um, so you can take 10 or 15 minutes for you Mm -hmm. to put you in a better place so you can be present with your, 
spouse, present with your family, um, because it's cultivating this awareness, Uh you know, the more that you do it. So it's almost like, um, so I'll use like a a running, I, I don't know, this may not make sense for some people, but hopefully it will. Like if you were ever in track, you know, and you run, um, you're running your sprints, you know, and it's, um, it's really hard, but you're running your sprints, um, and you're doing this hard exercise and then you go out and, and you're, you're running, um, like a longer distance mm-hmm. and, and each time you run your sprints, it's just making you a little bit faster each time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yep. and so it's kind of the same thing. You are doing this hard thing, um, and it's creating this capacity inside of you to be more aware, but you, you're not really recognizing it so Mm -hmm. much. It's not like such a huge difference that it's, you know, life changing. It's not like we're all turning into, Mm -hmm. you know, superstar runners, but we are becoming way more aware of, of what's going on right now. It's kind of like building new muscle Mm -hmm. sort of. Yeah. Creating a foundation for you to, to be um, just more aware of, of, what's happening so dealing with in with your own just wellness and Mm -hmm. mindset and stuff what are some challenges that you've come across during the covid situation because i feel like um that's one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough right everybody's worried about the virus which we should be right everybody's worried about the economy which we should be Mm -hmm. but not a lot of people are worrying about how both of those things are affecting people mentally Mm -hmm. so even for somebody like yourself, who has made a life practice out of trying to be where you need to be right. mentally, like what what are the things that even you have struggled with during mm-hmm. this time? So in the beginning, I had a serious problem with anxiety, which yeah. I never have a yeah. problem with anxiety. I don't, I mean, that really and truly is not something that, I, that I've ever dealt with mm-hmm. until then yeah. because there was... I was working in the hospital and like every five minutes there's so many people reacting on all the new things that we have to do or, um, the new guidelines. And so Mm. it was a real chaotic time in the beginning, like in March and April. Um, and so I had to really step back Mm -hmm. and try to focus on not reacting, you know, and almost sometimes I would just like, put myself in an office and just purposely not be around people. Yeah. Cause I didn't want to get that stimulation that, yeah. um, you know, because I knew that things were going to constantly be changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, um, in the beginning was kind of what I was dealing with. And, um, one of the things that, so when I talk about like doing things that were uncomfortable, our boss, since we were in suicide prevention, um, she wanted us to provide, um, like, uh, seminars for the staff at the VA mm. to help them deal with their yeah. mental health. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm barely making it here, yeah. you know, yeah. like, how am I supposed to help everyone else? But it really, it actually was a great thing. It was very uncomfortable at first because I felt raw myself. Um, but then it helped me focus on, um, what I did was I focused on the grief of, um, COVID-19 and how we can all, um, kind of better understand all the things that we're grieving right now. And so it put me in, um, just kind of in a better mindset of 
like, okay, you know, if we just take the time to consider what's going on um, and help other people, then Mm -hmm. it does actually um, make you feel better about what's going on. I mean, it's a difficult time. You know, it has brought on um, a lot of different emotions. And Mm -hmm. um, that is one thing. I'm glad you pointed that out because that was the first thing I thought about was the devastation um, with all the mental health issues yeah. that were going to come about. Yeah. And it has. I mean, yep. there has been a huge increase on people using the crisis line, mm-hmm. a huge increase on suicide attempts. And it's all because, you know, people don't have a, a ground to stand on. You yeah. know, everything is so um, chaotic and, mm-hmm. and there's all this uncertainty. But I think the most important thing right now is is to just be here mm. you know and listen and um and just have compassion for each yeah. other because everyone's experiencing something different yeah you know um yeah. even like in other states it's way worse than mm-hmm. it is here you know we wouldn't be able to have this conversation yeah. in another state yeah key word for me lately has been empathy like i'm mm-hmm. really just trying to focus on because i i can be stubborn and like stuck in my ways right Mm -hmm. and so lately i've just really been trying to focus on the fact that exactly what you said that other people are are living sometimes a completely different life than i'm living and so their experiences are different than mine and then just the way naturally they're going to deal with some of these experiences are different than mine and so Mm -hmm. i'm really trying to focus on you know, having more empathy for somebody for what they're going through. Right. You know, um, sometimes it's real hard for me to comprehend or understand when somebody is really worked up or upset over something to me that's like not very important. Right. You know, but now I'm starting to kind of really understand that one is they don't always have a choice to be upset about it or not. Like some people just anxiety, you know, that have that anxious feeling during this time, I, well, a lot of it had to do with starting a business. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, I've, I've dealt with some anxiety that I've never dealt with before. I've never had a panic attack until I started my own business, uh-huh. you know? And so, um, I mean, there's been times where Bobby's like literally holding me while I'm like in tears, yeah. you know, and just, um, things I never thought I would experience. And that experience right there wakes me up and uh-huh. tells, shows me, that man, you thought you were all together and you were judging these people who weren't, you know? And so now that's helped me to really have more empathy for, Mm -hmm. for people going through that kind of stuff, you know? So, I mean, what, what, tell me what, share with like a tip for people right now. Cause that's the thing. Anxiety I know Mm -hmm. is through the roof for so many people. You, you said, you know, we talked about COVID and then we have the protests and there's all this political unrest and mm-hmm. now we're heading towards an election that's like could be maybe one of the biggest elections in a long time. It's definitely one of the most like talked about mm-hmm. elections and there's just all kinds of uncertainty. We don't know when there's going to be a vaccine. Right. We don't know when people's businesses are going to be back to normal. So what are some t- what's a tip or two that you can give people who are going to bed feeling that anxiety right so the best thing to do with anxiety is to breathe yeah (laughs) um breathing and i actually just posted something on this today the your 
your breathing is like the, the center of your being. Mm-hmm. Like it controls everything. Um, and if you can, can, can do a breathing practice every day, um, several times a day if you need to, yeah. um, then that's going to help to slow your body down. It's going to, you know, the oxygen is going to start to relax your muscles mm-hmm. and it's good to do it. Um, I mean, you don't, it's, it's good to do it when you're having the attack, but it's better to do it if you, if you make a practice out of it, because yeah. that will then just make you like a habit, like yeah, a daily thing, a yeah. daily thing. Yeah. And one of the, um, there's so many different breathing techniques, but one that's really good, it's called box breathing. And so it's four. So you're breathing in for four seconds, you know, breathe in and then you hold it for four seconds and then you breathe out for four seconds and hold it for four seconds. And if you can't do four seconds, of course you can do less than that, but it's, it's the box. So four in hold for four, four out, hold for four. And if you do that for about five cycles, Mm -hmm. then that's going to just significantly reduce your stress. It's going to get you to this calmer place. And, um, and it also helps with sleep, you know, because you're, you're relaxing your body. Um, doesn't it, it also help with like, um, like pH levels and like becoming more alkaline in your body with the, from it does. Yeah. 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 Have you ever heard of Wim, Wim Hof? Hof. Yes. I was about to ask you that same thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Me and my family started this Wim Hof 30 breath yeah. thing. Yeah. So we all did it together uh, mm-hmm. one night and then the next night my girls were like, nah, we're yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yes. Hof. Oh yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. The ice man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There is so much that you can do with breathing. Yeah. Um, just by incorporating it into your daily practice, that's going to be one thing that helps with your anxiety. Another thing with all the stuff that you're talking about, um, obviously if it's, I mean, if your mental health is to the point to where you are thinking of suicide or you're so hopeless, you don't Mm -hmm. know, you know what to do next, then ask for help. You know, there's, and coming from suicide prevention, you just wouldn't believe how many people go so far without asking for help, yeah. you know, um, there. So if you, if you need to, to see a therapist or someone, um, mm. I mean, don't, don't feel like that, like you're the only one. Cause yeah. we are all in yeah. this together. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, there is not one person that's not yeah. being affected by this, yeah. you know, and if they are, then they're in complete denial. Um, so also I think it's important that we, like I said, like, and like you said, we, express empathy and compassion, um, not just to other people, but to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. Forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you're having a struggle or if you're having a panic attack, you know, Mm -hmm. don't, don't think that you, you know, that that there's something wrong with you. I mean, it's totally normal whenever you're going through so many different things to have that, um, to have those reactions. So have compassion for yourself too. And that's something I have to remind myself of as well, because I have a, a pretty high standard that I always want to, um, want to get to. And sometimes I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm just not good enough if I don't get, get to that standard, which is kind of like a silly thing. Um, but I mean, it's important to remember, like, you know, as long as we're trying our hardest and, and we're doing the best that we can, we're reaching out, 
mm-hmm. then sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah. So even you know? somebody who's an expert in this has those those oh, feelings yeah. and thoughts and stuff. And, of course. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things that I talk about a lot in my podcast because I didn't want to be fake you know like I go through bouts of depression um I mean it's hard not to whenever you are having like you know secondary trauma from the people that you're working with or you're you know just it like I said it gets real heavy um but I I would like for people like I'd like to change the narrative that just because you are struggling doesn't mean that you're not amazing. You know, like just because you are good at, um, at hiding it, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't mean that it's not in there, you know, that, that the struggle's not in there. Um, so I think that we all kind of try to, to look or be a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's important to show that like, Hey, like we all have problems. Like yeah. every one of us is working on something right now yeah. and that's okay. You know, and that's, that's what being ultra is about. Yeah. You know, it's not about being like this perfect being. Yeah. It's about being real with who you are and striving to be better. Yeah. You know? So what's the f- future of your business look like? Well, this is what I'll tell you I want it to look like is um, I'll be doing the accountability coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, I also am going to be doing courses on mindfulness and mindset, um, a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about. And I'm hoping to launch that next month Mm -hmm. um, via Zoom um, because I know that there's just a lot of things that that I'm not going to be able to do face-to-face. But you can still get, you know, just as much um, out of it by doing a zoom because that's actually how I'm doing um, my class right now too. And it's been really interesting, you know? Um, So I'll be doing that. So you can look on bultraliving.com to see when those courses are going to be offered. And then I also have a women's group, um, a ladies group that I uh, have created a membership for. And this is, it's not like a fitness group. Okay. So I want to be clear that I'm not like a fitness instructor. Um, my goal is to empower women to be, to, to be their best and to realize that, you know, how amazing they are. You know, I've, um, in being with this group this whole past year, the one thing that I've noticed the most is that they are just not giving themselves enough credit. I mean, they are, running businesses, mm-hmm. you know, they're doctors, they have children yeah. that they're taking to all the different things, you know, all the different extracurricular activities. They are, you know, managing a, a marriage, yeah. you know, of course they, you know, they have people. Um, and, and there's so many different things they're doing. And on top of that, they're waking up at five o'clock in the morning to take care of themselves, yeah. you know, and then they're saying, God, you know, I'm just not good enough. You know, I'm like, yes, you are, (laughs) you know? Um, so working on, um, using fitness as a, Mm. as a way to, you know, to just feel better, um, trying to really change the narrative of, um, of eating healthy food for strength and health, Mm. not eating healthy food to lose weight. Yeah. That, drives me bonkers because it's just a, it's a way, um, that our society has, 
has made um, us as women feel like your your value is in what you're, mm-hmm. you know, how much you weigh. Yeah. And that is super important for me because I have two daughters. Yeah. And I want them to focus on understanding that their value is in who they are and what they do and yeah. not what they look like. Yeah. Um, so that's just, um, that's something else that I'll be working on. I've got a women's retreat that I'm doing in October. Oh, cool. So um, I've already got some ladies signed up for that. Yeah. So sign up quick. Um, it's going to be really awesome. We have a nutritionist coming to talk about just what I was just talking about um, for um, eating for, for health and strength. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of mindfulness stuff, um, some yoga and um, I've got some really cool activities planned to yeah. ch- to really challenge them yeah. and um, really add some discomfort and yeah. help them to have a new relationship with pain. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's not going to be, you know, it'll be something that everyone can do. Yeah. But um, that's one of the things that we talk about in the women's group because a lot of times, like, we go on Thursday mornings to run up and down stairs oh, yeah. at a stadium and um, I always tell them we're creating a new relationship with pain today. You yeah. know, it's not that we can't do it. You yeah. know, we just have to think about it differently. Yeah. So yeah. that's you kind of what's going on. Almost separate yourself from it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, as an ultra runner, uh, yeah. you learn all these yeah. different ways when, to compartmentalize so we, it. We take a big backpacking trip every year in, uh-huh. in Montana and we'll disappear into the mountains for like a week. You know? Oh, man, that's and awesome. They, I've. I've finally kind of learned like usually the beginning and the end kind of really sucks Uh right like the beginning (laughs) when we first take off it's like oh cool here we go but it's real quick it's like oh man Uh and then and then the last day after you're out there for a week and then hiking back like oh my gosh you're just tired and dirty and sore and Uh all that stuff but I've kind of learned this weird little trick where it's like and I it's almost it's hard for me to explain but it's almost like um I'm watching myself from above, uh-huh. you know, and it's like, I barely know my legs are even going, you right. know, it's just kind of, I've separated myself from my physical being, uh-huh. you know, mentally, I'm just kind of in this other place, you know, I'm right. just kind of watching myself go, you know, that's <laughs> it's so a, cool. It's a when weird you can little get separation thing. Yeah. So I bet that trip though, when you come back, I bet you appreciate oh, things yeah. so much more, you know, yeah. whenever you go out and, mm-hmm. and just kind of are off the grid doing, yep. you know, um, having none of yeah. the comforts of, of what we have yeah. in our normally normal yeah. day life. Well, like I get a lot of stuff from it that like you talked about earlier, selling your house and then moving to a different house. And what I got from what you were talking about was almost a little bit more of a minimalist lifestyle so that you can, not worry about losing a job or whatever. Right. Right. And so like it, it is like when I'm out there and I'm without some of the things mm-hmm. that I have in my life that I feel like I have to have, you know, right. like your cell phone and mm-hmm. all these th- cable TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's all right. these things that are tugging on you all the time that you don't really need. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so what I get from it is, I do. It does help me appreciate things more, but it also just really makes me wake up to the fact of like, I need water and breathing uh-huh. and warmth, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. and some food. That's really all you need. Right. You know, the sim- simple things in life that kind of get you going. So, yeah. okay. So we're almost, we're almost out of time. Okay. Um, one of the things I, w- I just want to say, so since I think you're 
um, because of what you do and what you're into um, when it comes to entrepreneurship, like you're probably more suited to actually see this through and, and be successful in, at it than a, a lot of people mm-hmm. would be just because you're not going to give up. Right. You know, there's no, obviously there's no give up in mm-hmm. you. And, but that would be like, that's, that's one thing I'm just going to tell you from my experience. There's been lots of times where none of this happened almost, you mm-hmm. know, and about the time that we think we're giving up, you know, or, or we just, or we think it's over. Uh-huh. It's like, hang on for that next day. Just keep the business alive for one more day uh-huh. and see what happens, you know? Okay. And so that's that, a good tip. I think that's, you're just going to be super successful because you don't, I know you'll never give up on that kind of stuff. So, right. and then your purpose being in on your purpose. So I can't wait to see, I, I think we definitely, we need to set a calendar thing for a year from now. Yeah. That and I'd would be love great. to have you on. And then we hear, what's changed over the first year right. of your business and all that kind of stuff. So um, what we'll do is we're going to end on one last question. Okay. Um, I always ask a similar question to this, but um, instead of taking the entrepreneurship twist on it, um, I want you to tell me, so this is your last day on earth, okay? And um, you've got one last chance to leave some wisdom behind on people Mm -hmm. and somebody asks you uh what's the one piece of advice you can give me to be ultra Mm. to live the ultra life what's the what's the one the biggest piece of advice you're going to leave behind before you leave this planet oh to not so i truly believe that every single person has inside of them a strength that that is just theirs you mm-hmm. know something that was given to them yeah. a, a purpose that that they are on this earth for and and i truly believe that i've seen it in everyone that i've worked with you know that they have something inside of them to share with the world mm-hmm. so what i would say is to not be afraid to live your purpose yeah you know, no matter what it is you know it's it's important because like we've talked about, like this is mm-hmm. our one life. If you don't do that, then you never know, yeah. you know, what, what you could have influenced or, you know, what you could have done or what kind of legacy you could have left behind. Yeah. yeah. You know, so just to not be afraid. Well, that's good. That's good. All right. Tell everybody where we can find you on like social media, the podcast, all that. Okay. Um, on Facebook, it's be ultra living. Um, same on Instagram. It's B dot ultra dot living. Okay. Um, and then the website is be ultra living.com. Tried to make it real easy. <laughs> so if somebody, if somebody's looking for your services, uh-huh. go to the website. Yes. The website. It's got everything on there. Um, okay. it's got, all the details about the accountability coaching, what you mm-hmm. could expect, um, what you, um, you know, what I will expect of you. Um, and there's also information on the course that's going to be coming up in August. Um, so keep an eye on that so that okay. you can sign up um, over online. And then the ladies membership is also on there um, on every day. I'm providing something different um, that either has to do with with fitness, with a mental uh, challenge, with just some, some like t- today, Wednesday was about kind of cultivating this uh, compassion inside of us. 
and Thursdays are focused on just trying to help each other out because mm-hmm. I'm wanting to create a, a community so that we can women can empower other women, yeah. you know, women empowering women. Um, so there's something every day for for you, and it kind of takes the guests out of what you need to do. And yeah. um, since I am always really busy and yeah. I've got a lot of stuff going on, I like to do things that have the most bang for their mm-hmm. buck. And so that's the kind of stuff that I'm giving all the ladies so that we can really um, hone in on, you know, yeah. the things that we're wanting to to get better at, but not have to invest a ton of time yeah. you know there's lots of ways that you can um add things into what you're already doing yeah yeah that's like a block for a lot of people right yes the time it thing. is yeah. yes yeah mm-hmm. okay well thanks for coming on we appreciate it yeah and next time you're on i think we'll have you maybe take us through some of these uh pra- like oh, mindfulness yeah. practices That'd maybe some cool. of the breathing stuff you know maybe we can teach some of that to some of our viewers yeah and stuff. so we'll wait till we have actually more viewers so we can have a bigger <laughs> impact on people what do you think, Casey? <laughs> well, you, you know, this one's a little bit close to my heart because, yeah. uh, you know, speaking of, you know, the virus and, and things that have gone on, she kind of left her job and stuff like that. I was the same way. I've had a side hustle for the last couple of years. And because yeah. of the situation that we're in right now, I've had to make this my main hustle. Yeah. You know, and uh, I've always had a toe in the water, but never jumped in. Yeah. I was in a situation where I had to. And I think. You know, like what she was saying, get started. Put your feet on the ground. Yeah. You know, that's 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 the first step. Yep. You know, and that, I, like I said, it's close to my heart, and I think she's nailing it. Yeah. You know? 100% of the people who never took step one never got the step two. That's, that's 100% sure. it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. We appreciate it. And, guys, thanks for watching and listening. Um, make sure you hit subscribe. And like on the on YouTube. Also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify. Is your podcast on all the usual? Yes, uh-huh. B Ultra podcast. Okay, and they can find it on the Apple yep. and Spotify. All the Any... usual stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Make sure you guys check that out, and um, I'll let Shana give the end. What do we need to be doing? Be be you. Be brave and be ultra. All right. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.